And now. And now, back to Hale Varsity Radio. Thanks for hanging out, Hale Varsity. We're powered by Cornhead Lager, Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbo. We will have a response from Kirk Herb Street with all the flack slash arrows he's been taken on the conversation he had with Dom Raiola. He sat down with Feinbaum. We'll have that in less than 10 minutes. But it's gambling time. We say hi to uh, Danny Burke, the pride of Chicago, Burke's best bets, Burke's beat. Dot com at Danny Burke five on Twitter. Danny, it is well, it is Super Bowl week. We have all sorts of props to talk. How you feeling? How uh, how's your corner of the world, my friend? <laughs> I'm doing good, fellas. It's about that time. Finally, it's the most aggravating stretch, right? You talk about this game for two weeks after we've had football every single weekend since the end of August, and. Now it's the culmination of everything. We're finally here, and I'm just ready to get through with it. That's typically what my mindset is when we get closer and closer to kickoff. But all in all, I am excited for it. It'll be good, and uh, I have not decided what to do financially yet. <laughs> I I lean on one Danny Burke and uh, the BurksBeat.com insight where I can I can observe and then I can – well, steal, quite frankly, and and uh, chip you off fifteen percent, good sir. Where where are you starting? I mean, what as you've analyzed this and you've loved this for a long time, you've done well in baseball, you've done well in college football, college basketball, you've you've killed it in the NFL. I'm anxious to kind of what angle are you chasing, or or you thinking there's some value? Let's start there for folks that that do do this. And all right, what's um, What's a way to make some money on something they love watching? So in general, if we're kind of looking at the macro sense of everything, the more respected betters, the more betters who have been doing this for a while, when it comes to the Super Bowl, a strategy a lot of these handicappers like to implement is waiting till pretty much as late as possible and just going against the public in so many different facets of props because you know, if you're casually getting into it, nobody wants to sweat out and under. And this is the general <laughs> philosophy and assumption in most games, but especially when it's the biggest betting day of the year. So for people who may like the under on certain props, it's not as beneficial to wager on that at the beginning of the two-week stretch, even at the beginning of the second week. It's beneficial to wait about an hour, maybe 30 minutes before kickoff because that late money comes in of everybody just pounding and pounding and pounding the over. So that's kind of a general tip if you want to get involved with the props outside of the novelty ones. If you have insider info, all of those things, you're going to get limited anyways. But that's probably the biggest thing I would say if you want to be the most efficient with your process, Schmitty, aside from the stuff that you like outside of that. So, Danny, I've seen this week that the three largest bets right now across the sports books in Vegas are all on the 49ers money line. Are you telling me that likely those aren't the sharps? Those are members of the public putting that in and I should fade them approaching kickoff? Uh, not necessarily. Look, you know, the adage is the sharp money is going to move these lines. And while that is true for pretty much every single weekend and every single sport, the one exception is the Super Bowl because of how big a handle you're going to get. 
from the public. So the public does actually have some influence in these markets as opposed to your regular NFL weekend. Now, that's not to say that some of those bets are or are not, are, are not pardon me, sharp money. That's a little bit tougher for us to decide. You kind of just got to read the market, understand the side that you like, and try to nitpick the best number that way. I don't really like reading into the sharp and the pros versus shows as much with the Super Bowl because of that. It's such a heavily impacted game from both sides that I think you more so just go with what side you like versus, all right, there's big line movement this way. I have to follow that steam or all the public's on this side. I got to go the other way. No, it's narrowed down to two teams and everybody has a microscope on these two teams. So everything's heightened in that sense. So I don't take that into account as much as I normally would on a typical NFL Sunday, Elijah. <clears throat> Danny Burke with us here, burksbeat.com. Danny, uh, let's talk a little bit here about the website and some thoughts you have. And Elijah, I know you got uh, the old back pocket uh, parlay slash uh, uh, prop bets you, you want to get into as well. And what are some things you like or you've been – studying here uh daddy for for this weekend yeah so i'll rifle off a couple props here the first one that i made heading into the big game guys was isaiah pacheco over his rushing yards i get that that's going to be a heavily played prop but why not this guy's been crushing it not only the entirety of the season but even more particular throughout the postseason he's been averaging 85 rushing yards on 21 carries per game this postseason for the kansas city chiefs San Francisco, and it's not even a recency bias thing with them, their Achilles heel defensively has been limiting the run. You saw what Montgomery and Gibbs were able to do against this run defense. You saw what Aaron Jones was able to do. He got 108 rushing yards on 18 carries. Montgomery had 93 on 15 carries. Kansas City has implemented more of a balanced offensive style. Yes, you're still going to lead on Patrick Mahomes, of course, but a lot more of the strain has been taken off because of the viability of dishing it off to Pacheco. So I think the same thing is going to be utilized here. And I took him over 68 and a half. I know that's gotten bet down a little bit. I would play it as high as 70 and a half. I think Pacheco has a great game here. And then that kind of correlates uh, with another prop that I did here, guys. I did both teams, one plus rushing touchdowns at plus 130. Pacheco's gotten a rushing touchdown in all three of the postseason games thus far. You could still have the same kind of handicap that I had for his rushing yards. I think he's going to be utilized in the red zone. And then conversely, need I say that much about Christian McCaffrey? He's had two rushing touchdowns in both playoff games, 14 total rushing touchdowns, and 18 total games played this year. I got my Super Bowl MVP ticket on him that I'll be sweating out at plus 650. And look, it's not more you got to sweat out Chris McCaffrey getting into the end zone. It's more Pacheco and already feel confident in him getting in there and very confident in Christian. And the reason that I'm putting it together in this is because if you bet them individually for an anytime touchdown, McCaffrey's like minus 210 at the cheapest. Pacheco's like minus 130. And this takes out the chances of it not being them, right? I could have a backup running back. I could have a quarterback sneak. I could also have a wide receiver get it in there and still cash this bet, and I'm getting plus money. So that's another prop that I played, guys. Both teams to have one plus rushing touchdown at plus 130. Danny, are you going to touch the result of the game, whether it be money line or spread? Yeah, I man, I, I had gone back and maybe not back and forth as much. It's that I had been against Kansas City, as you guys know, for quite some time. I backed them against the Dolphins, but faded in the next two games, and it bit me. And I was looking for reasoning to get on San Fran, and I just couldn't find it. So I took two in the hook here with the Kansas City Chiefs for a plethora of reasons that I broke down on the podcast. And I know we're running up against mm -hmm. a break here, but long story short, the experience, the quarterback advantage, 
what they can also do on the ground attack being Kansas City. And also, Kansas City's defense, especially in the secondary, they can wreak havoc. And maybe I can potentially, it's very slim, but also find the 49ers win by one or two. The Chiefs cover and somehow Christian McCaffrey gets Super Bowl MVP. It's a very long <laughs> shot, but potentially an open door. Just a little bit that that could occur. But I hate to say it because it's just like this team is so good every year and I was doubting them. But I do think Kansas City ends up victorious. They get the nod in a lot of categories, despite what some of the deeper metrics are saying. A lot of the other areas still give the nod to Kansas City to be champions once again. Danny Burke with us. Danny Burke 5 on Twitter. Burksbeat.com. Log on real quick. Danny, about 10 seconds. The pod is titled what? Bergspeed is the podcast, Spotify, Apple, and available on the website. You can check it out there. Thank you, guys. And, Denny, what color is that Gatorade bath? <laughs> grape. I, I'm going with orange, orange or blue. I'll go with orange, though. Give Mark me grape or give me death. <laughs> Danny, we love you. Appreciate you, man. Thanks so much. Hey, enjoy the game, guys. Take care.